Lucero. Hello and welcome to Big Trouble in Little China. I am your host, John Lucero. <laughs> Thank God I can edit around that. <laughs> and also joining me is Frankie Ordaz. Hello, hello. Guys, how's it going? It's been a few, uh, has it been a month now, I think? Uh, since we did one of these? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, oh, I think what, it, what, what, Kirby's what Corpse was Party was the last one. Ah, uh, Kirby's Corpse Party, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Uh, that one took a weird turn. Yeah, yeah shit got dark real <laughs> quick there. I don't know what happened there, but you know, deciding <laughs> that Kirby was this terrible, terrible creature of uh, of uh, yeah Lovecraft descent. Jeez, yeah, I don't know what happened there, but anyway, um, yeah, we've been playing some stuff in the in the in the interim there. So uh, why don't we why don't we talk about that, uh, Frankie? You, uh, I was listening to your podcast last night, and uh, you have been playing some Mario and Rabbids. So uh, why don't you why don't you run down that? Because I haven't picked it up, and John, you haven't picked it up yet either, right? I have not, no. No, I've, I've, I've been very curious on this, and I've been kind of wanting to play it, so uh, sell me on this thing. I've been really, like, what, what you've been talking about over there has been kind of making me want to pick it up, so maybe maybe you can sell me a little more on it since yeah. you've had some time in between. Yeah, no, um, <clears throat> I don't know. So I guess the best place to start is probably my least favorite parts. Um, there's, in between uh, the battle arena areas, you... Uh, you're kind of wandering around the map. You're picking up coins, doing stuff like that. Um, uh, but there's puzzles along the way to get to every place, and you can think of them as like very, like the very early, simple uh, Zelda-esque sort of puzzles. Um, a lot of like moving blocks around. Uh, there's some stuff I haven't unlocked yet um, to be able to move things and whatnot. But um, and you know that you can actually find power-ups for your weapons or different weapons, I should say. Um, as well as, uh, uh, I guess they have like this little like trophies areas. It's just like collectibles for inside of the game. Okay. Uh, so uh, there's a bit of like loot gathering this there. I I I still get drawn into the puzzles. Um, definitely, like they're not, they're never, like I said, they're not really difficult, but they're not exactly they're not annoying. You know, they're they're fun. Um, but uh. I kind of do wish that there were less of them because I just want to get to uh, a new battle like as soon as possible. Uh, as soon as one's over, I'm like, okay, that was awesome. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> so what you're telling me is the uh, the combat's a little bit more of the uh, of the draw than the maybe puzzles. Definitely. Okay. Um, at least for me, um, you know, and that was the thing is I, I never really heard anybody talk about uh, any of the in between stuff going on between the battles, you know, all, mm -hmm. all the, the puzzles and whatnot. So I didn't even expect that to be there. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting getting into the battles, um, I don't know. They just they they made it so well, like everybody has similar moves, but they're different enough um, and like they're they're. Uh, leveling up those different uh, actions that they can do uh, can sometimes be different from one character to, to the next. Okay. Which is also really cool too. But I mean, you're just going around and you're just, it's, you're figuring out how to take down these wide range of enemies. Um, and seeing Mario shoot, it, like, everybody <laughs> was, like, really upset about it right away, right? But I don't know about upset. It's certainly weird, though, to see Mario Cause, shoot. Cause Mar Mario is the gun. Mario doesn't need a gun. <laughs> like, 
Mario is a, it, as we've discussed on this podcast, he's a living weapon, and also he's a never nude. So yeah, he's a danger. He's a, he's a menace to society, and he needs to be it's stopped. It's true. <laughs> I, I played Odyssey. He needs to be stopped. So right, John, are you are you saying Bowser's actually the good guy? Yeah, actually, it's, it's yeah. like a it's like a braid situation. Holy shit! Ninety four yeah, episodes yeah. of this goddamn podcast, and we finally come to the conclusion. I mean, that's it. I don't even think we need to hit a hundred. I think we're done. Let's just wrap it up here, and we'll call it a day. I mean, we've just come to the conclusion that Mario's Mario's a, a danger to society, and Bowser's been the good guy all along. And man, I'm just gonna go destroy all my Mario games now because yeah, Mario's a Mario's clearly an asshole. That's true. All right, I guess we can go home. All right, guys. Well, guys, this has been fun. I'd say plug the Twitter, but I think we're done. I, I think I'm just gonna shut down the site after this. <laughs> so. Doing a hard investigation here. Right. <laughs> so anyway, sorry about that. Um, you go ahead. <laughs> but no, so it's like the gun aspect of it. It's very Mega Man-y, you know, it's uh, I mean, not like in the mechanic of it, but just the design of his gun and everything like it doesn't come off as like, oh, like it, it, it fits with Mario somehow. <laughs> it doesn't look like Mario's holding a Glock, basically. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like oh, what if he had a not... Glock? Oh god, that would be great. <laughs> it was hyper. It's a hyper realistic game too, so it was. Oh, that would be crazy blood everywhere. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, Mario Warzone. Totally, just execution yeah. style. Take out that uh, Princess Peach rabbit. Taking a selfie here. Take a selfie. This is your blood splatters all yeah, over the place. Just, man, what the, that Kirby? Do... That Kirby episode really got to me. I think. <laughs> just, just do a complete. A uh, retelling of Dread, the new one, but with Mario. Oh, there we Jeff's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a me, so, yeah. Jeff's Dread. I find you guilty. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, Frankie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like it. It's good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, the way, like, Mario still can run, and he, there's options to, like, uh, dash enemies, you know, to get a little bit of extra damage on them. Uh, you can also, uh, you know, t- to get like extra distance, you can, uh, hop off of allies. Uh, and in that Mario also actually has an ability t- where he can land on characters, on enemies, uh, to do extra damage as well. So is this ability something like, uh, the jumping off, uh, your, your does that kill your friends? Because like, you know, kind of like he's no. like, he's an asshole in Mario or in a, in you know, <laughs> Mario world where he just like, bye Yoshi clunk. See you later. Thanks for the extra boost, buddy. No, no, they actually, it's like, whenever you select that option, I'm pretty sure every time, um, you'll get whatever character you're jumping off of will, like, you know, they'll hop on their back and they'll put their legs up so that Mario can jump on their, their feet, oh. and then, like, they get launched off. Oh, okay. And and sometimes there's, like, a little cinematic for it, too. Um, I don't know what decides that, if it's completely random, but it's kind of cool. It makes, you know, the, the gameplay a little bit more interesting. Um but yeah, so Mario is still Mario. There isn't anything really different about about him. He doesn't feel unusual at all. Um, feels at place with a gun. Yeah, murder. Well, he feels yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know the the guns are they're very comic-y. Like uh, they have abilities on them. Like one of them uh, is honey. And if you get this sounds really bad. If you get a honey shot off of one. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, on an enemy, uh, they'll, they'll be on. stuck. They'll, okay. 
they can't they can't move for the one turn. Um, and the same can happen to you. Like all all the all the enemies have, I think, pretty much the same uh, abilities at their disposal. I am uh, I am way more aroused than I should be by that description. Does it play the honeycomb haddock music from the Mario Party games? No, when you shoot that. No, that's a that's a missed opportunity right there. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't you know, you, I don't know if you've heard that before, but it's really bad. And there's you... <laughs> a lot of I don't know. It feels like. There's a lot of, I mean, it takes place in the Mushroom Kingdom, um, but it the world doesn't feel like Mario, um, which, you know, I don't know, good or bad, uh, I, it, it doesn't bother me. Uh, there's, I feel like there's a lot of focus on the rabbits, um, which I'm, I actually have grown to like them a little bit more. Some of their humor, like, translates really well with the character interactions, okay. which is nice. But um, but one of my big complaints is when you're walking around uh, the overworld, uh, there's like a bunch of spots that like you can like look at what's going off on on the side, which every single time that I've done this, it's always been about the rabbits and it's completely inconsequential to anything else going on, <laughs> um, which is kind of annoying because there there are definitely like some like secret areas that I don't know exactly how to get to, and it'd be nice if maybe they showed that hmm. somehow. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't uh, do like, a very good like, job of like, telling like hint. that there's something there. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Uh, so that that would be nice, but I'm I mean I'm sure uh, they want you to play through the game a second time. Uh, it's definitely. Uh, geared for that there's a bunch of areas where it's just like oh i don't have this ability i don't know when i'm gonna get it i'm gonna have to come back later um but again that's just for the puzzles going through uh the battles uh all the different abilities you have they're 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 varied up they're they they make sense in the world and for what you need to accomplish and uh, being able to pull different characters in, I I only have a few uh, extra characters unlocked right now, but um, being able to switch up characters, uh, I think is really really nice. Uh, like for instance, right now the only person that I have that can do uh, healing is a uh, rabid peach, um, so I kind of have to keep her there at least for now. Okay. Um, but being able, you know, having those different characters that, that have those different abilities, I, I think will be really cool, uh, later on in the game, uh, which, where I hear it gets really hard. How exactly does, uh, Rabbit Peach heal? I'm, I'm curious on the uh, decision on that one. Uh, I don't know. She has. Is there a gun she shoots at you? I mean, I'm actually like kind of curious, like mechanically, what the hell she does that heals you. Really hello, motivational hello. speech. Hello. 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 Sorry, I think I lost you guys there for a second. No, you're good. I you're good. Something. Um, yeah, I, I don't. She's. I I can't explain it. All I know is that there's an area of effect <laughs> that pops up on the screen, and then you hit the button, and hey, heals. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So okay. So is it? Uh, so it's not like a, like the Dragon Quest uh, Puff Puff thing then. At least. Uh, not that familiar with. Dragon Does that just mean opium? Like, what do you mean by the, mean by the puff puff? Uh, puff, puff, puff puff <laughs> is um, basically um, the uh, nice subtle way of uh, you put yourself between a pair of boobs and uh, you get a little puff puff. Is that every Dragon Quest game? There is a joke in every Dragon Quest. Uh, sometimes you think you're getting that, and uh, what you're getting is a, a a pair of slimes pushed between you, basically, as you're blindfolded. Oh. So you think you're getting that, but you're getting a pair of slimes. So. 
Apparently, uh, huh. slimes feel like boobs, which is odd. So, yeah, huh. that's just weird. Yeah, that's a weird thing to kind of think about now. It's like, oh, slimes are boobs. That's ooh, That's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> huh. I think I um, really screwed me up. <laughs> and you know, the, actually, uh, I think all the air, all the characters have a air of effect uh, action. Okay. Um, like Mario uh, powers up everybody uh luigi uh gives a little speed boost uh i can't remember what the others do because those are the three that are in my party and primarily have been (laughs) how big is uh how big is your party make out is it does it vary on uh on each map you get you get three um as so far okay um how far in are you uh into the second world I'm, I actually, I think I'm right at the end of that. I'm gonna okay. get to the third world. I think it's all. I'm pretty sure it's always three. Oh man, I don't, I don't like that. As a guy who's like a big like tactical fan, like it's, ugh, I don't know, it's pretty limiting. Uh, but they never throw that many enemies at you, at least so far. Yeah. Maybe they do later on, but um, yeah. I mean, the only time I ever felt overwhelmed was for one of the mini boss fights where, um, uh, this rabbit's like throwing like these fire bombs at you and mm-hmm. it can just, whenever you get lit on fire, your character runs around. And so you have no idea where they're going to end up. Um, Fun. yeah, which really, really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that took me a few tries, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't feel like they throw too many enemies at you for you to not be able to handle, uh, with just the three characters that you have. Um, there was even a, a toad escorting mission, uh, I was really bummed when I saw that there was going to be an escort mission. <laughs> They're the best things in video games. Escort mission. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't so bad in the end. Um, it, it, it wasn't didn't take so bad. Long. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> I just hate it because it's just like you can't do anything with this character other than make them move. Let me tell you, the only escort mission I actually think I've ever enjoyed was uh, in X Wing, and it was one of those like ruse things where. You deliberately go out and you're flying along this craft that you're supposed to be pretending to escort or whatever. And, like, you know, it's like, why the hell would you jump out of hyperspace to, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, basically to lure out the Empire to set up an ambush or whatever. And that was really the only thing. And as soon as as soon as the Empire, like, jumped in, like, the, the thing you were escorting would jump right out, basically. And you would just go mm-hmm. full on attack, which I thought was fun. And that's the only escort mission I've enjoyed because it was just a complete fake out of an escort. Yeah. Um, the... The Resident Evil 4 one isn't too bad, but I, I might just be really good at that game now, so it doesn't bother me as much. I, I, I think yeah. it's uh, I think it's actually yeah. good at that game, John. It's been a while since I've been back to it, but I found, uh, what was her name, Ashley? Kind of obnoxious yep. with that. I mean, she's not yeah. she's not as helpless as I think uh, as I think a lot of people are when you escort them, but man, it's just like, oh god, I just don't enjoy escort missions. Yeah, I, I remember liking it less well the first time i played it but uh I don't, now it doesn't really bother me yeah i was gonna uh, say subsequent playthroughs kind of make it a little bit yeah. uh, less mundane yeah. i suppose yeah 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 i remember hating that one a lot too at first um i mean i'm not still not that great at that game but i played it a lot and it definitely got less the only annoying part i think the last time that i played that which has been a while now was just her voice over and over again <laughs> just okay i'm tired of hearing you yeah. <laughs> Help me, Leon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Don't do that ever again, please. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the, the gist of the game there. Uh, it's just so much more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. There's, uh, you know, even watching videos, hearing other people talk about it, you know, uh, I really wasn't intending to ever, like, really pick it up. Like, I, I was kind of excited about it from when people were talking about it initially. Um, but then I was on, I started up Gamefly again, and I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And I was just blown away with how much fun that I'm having. I wish I had more time to play it. I wish I'd already beaten it, beat it by now. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I constantly want to play it. So that's a good sign. Yeah, it's got me. Least. I mean, that's, that's honestly, it's kind of surprising. Like I'm amazed at the reception that game has gotten. Like I, when I first saw it, I was like, Oh, yeah. this is going to be terrible. And then right? it seems like everyone that's played it has really enjoyed it. Like to the point that like, I think I should probably talk myself into getting that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, good in spite of the rabbits like it's that's <laughs> that's just what i come back to like every time like they they're still annoying mm-hmm. i still don't really like them like okay it's made my perception of them a little bit better just because like rabbit peach uh so the first boss is uh uh like rabbit donkey kong and once you beat him he's like falling down and rabbit peach is there just you know, snapping selfies of him falling in slow motion behind her. (laughs) It's pretty great. Uh, That whole interaction is actually really, really funny. Um, But still, they still annoy the crap out of me. (laughs) Yeah, rabbits are, I don't know. They're the the precursor minions. (sighs) The minion minion precursor race is uh, rabbits. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I, I kind of enjoyed them at first, and they just, I don't know, they got... A little old really quickly they, so, they yeah. never they never did it for me even when i was a kid or younger i guess i don't remember i don't remember when they first showed up uh, 2007 2006 i think because that was like yeah we launch title if i'm remembering right so maybe 2006 yeah. or early seven so yeah yeah, yeah. so pre-teen me teenage me it wasn't into it um i this game kind of interested me at first but the combat strikes me more puzzle like than xcom like and I'm really into mm-hmm. I was, I'm really into XCOM. Like I talked about XCOM two quite a bit last year uh, on a few yeah. shows, and I think it's just missing too many things I like from XCOM for me to mm-hmm. for me to get into it. See, but, and that's exactly why I don't like Advance Wars. Advance Wars is is a puzzle game with combat elements. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I've heard, and I don't know. I like I just like the the strategy part of XCOM, and it feels like it's just a different. This is just a, a different kind of thing. I will say yeah. that. Uh, well, I agree with you there. I do think there is a, a hefty amount of strategy that you have to do. Like, there's yeah, yeah, times uh, that, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just go into this battle and whip these guys' ass, and I end up a little more wounded than I wanted to be. And I'm like, yeah, I could have done that a lot better just by thinking things out. Like, there's a there's a good amount of strategy that, that does go into uh, the battles in here, which is, I didn't expect. Like, I think that's one of the things I didn't think was going to, like, be that important for mm-hmm. these yeah, um, it, it it just struck me as like, and I, I the, the strategy you're doing in that game strikes me as more like setting up for like one big move, like take out multiple enemies. When XCOM is more like pick, picking your targets at different times and you know just resource management and things like that. Having to change up your strategy uh, no, as you go, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah and this it, this one seems like it, there's like it's not like one set answer to every everything, but like. You kind of you kind of figure out what you want to do, and then just move your things to to set up your big move in in Mario Rabbids. 
but I haven't there, played it. So I there is it. a definite. There are some stages that are definitely like that, or, or battles. Um, but some of them are definitely. Uh, no, I got to go take out this guy first and and plan around what these other enemies are doing, like how they move and and it, it the way that that's what I'm saying is like the way that they they make that happen. Uh, your strategies will sometimes change will change like uh, mid stage. So there's I think there's actually a hefty amount of what you're uh, looking for. So okay. okay, yeah. See, my issue, like I said, with Advance Wars was. Um, there was a, I think it was in Dual Strike. I found like a certain area to like grind up your uh, your uh, generals, whatever you call them. I don't know the characters mm-hmm. that you use to take in a battle. And I found yeah. this map to, to grind out. And literally, I could just do the same fucking thing over and over. And the you know, the enemy AI yeah. would just come in there and just do the exact same thing over and over and over. Whereas like something like Tactics Ogre or yeah, um, I think I remember you telling me about that. Or like XCOM, it would. You know, they adapt. They do something a little different each time. So it's not like, well, if I put this character here, this character's going to move here. And that's why I always felt like Advance Wars was more of a puzzle to solve out. Because it was just, like, once you figured out the trick, it was like, okay, I just move this piece here, move this piece here. And then I've got just, basically, you've got them boxed in and there's nothing they can do. And it's like, okay, well, I'll just win this eventually. It's just, Mm -hmm. it, it, it can come down to attrition or just like, okay, well, I've got them down now. So it's no big deal. And that was always my problem with that series. And, I I'm yeah, I'm kind of hoping that that's not the case with the, the rabbits thing because I like I said I, I prefer something that's going to react to what I'm doing not just or at least react in different ways not predictably react to every single thing I do so yeah that that's what Into the Breach struck me as that game that came out recently it's more like a puzzle puzzle game and turned me off I'm like yeah. I'm like FTL their first game which was more like deal with all this bullshit that's going to happen to you <laughs> <laughs> like if I figure out a way to deal with all this bullshit and I really liked FTL and it's I thought like they went a different direction when they did the breach, so I'm not as not as interested in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think the difference with um, like uh, into the breach is maybe the, those levels are seem a little bit shorter and mm-hmm. the stakes yeah. seem a little bit more high than something like Advance Wars. Like I said, Advance Wars it's just disposable units that you're making. I mean, yeah, you might lose something yeah. that's expensive, but you can just get that back after. Yeah, there turns. is the, there is the permadeath as- aspect to uh, into the breach or the pilot permadeath. You still get the units, but you you lose the pilot, I guess. Yeah, I See, think. Or is the other way around? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah I don't remember either. But yeah, it, yeah, it's it's one or the other. So, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's that that thing is. Um, I don't. I guess I don't mind something like that in Into the Breach because they're more bite-sized chunks. Whereas, like Advanced Wars, you can sit there in a in a fight for you know ten, twenty minutes sometimes. Yeah. And if you don't if you don't have that puzzle parsed out, you're just gonna get you could potentially get steamrolled, and it doesn't matter any amount of strategy you've come up with. It's just like oh, I just did this wrong forty five moves ago, and I'm just fucked now. So yeah. And that's uh that, that's something where I think like Into the Breach it adds to that, but it's like those maps are so small that I think it's there's enough clever ways of going around. I, think, I don't think there's any one direction. Yeah, there there isn't. I've watched, I've watched it played. I, I want to try. I will try it eventually, but I don't know. It the, it still seems a little more puzzle than I want it to be. I want it, you know, just yeah to to rea- yeah. I just want to react to things. Yeah, completely instead. understandable. There, I, I agree yeah. with that for sure. Yeah. Now, Frankie, I kind of what's what's the concession with the Roomba? The Roomba that you're oh yeah. the little the little thing that yeah. you're yeah um. I don't know. It's it's just this robot thing that's like Why there. is it there? I mean, it, how does it's, it introduce it, itself? Is, isn't it the player character or something like that? I feel like it's. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, because that's so the story is that um, 
I see. I don't know a whole lot about the Rabbids universe, but um, oh, weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, to Wikipedia I go. Right. (laughs) So in the Rabbids universe, uh, uh, there's this visor that's created that mashes two things together, like to create, you know, this hybrid, whatever, and it could be uh, inanimate objects or animate objects. Like it doesn't matter. It'll take two things and combine them into one. And so uh, this girl that creates it, uh, her little robot helper is that Roomba thing. Um, oh, okay. And so uh, things get sucked into this time warp universe topping. Um, I think it's a washing machine. Yeah, it's a washing machine. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's how they're transported into uh, the Mario universe. Um, so yeah, so it is a, the the player character because that's. That's what you you're moving around to uh, select where you want uh, your characters uh, to go, and that's what you control in when you're in between battles uh, to collect coins and whatnot. And so, so I think uh, I think we yeah. figured out how Bowser can beat uh, beat Mario is just get one of those stupid little vacuum things. <laughs> apparently, Mario will just follow that thing to his death. So, well, if Luigi's there, he can handle he can handle a vacuum. The man knows <laughs> that man knows that is true, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So we got that. Um, John, you have been playing Far Cry Five, and I've been playing. I played a, a little bit there. Let's uh, l- let's get on Far Cry Five here because you finished it, and I, I am did. finished I with did. it. <laughs> I I have <laughs> conflicted feelings on Far Cry Five. Oh, mine are uh, not conflicted. Mine are very uh, very set, and I'm 100 percent sure of how I feel about that game. But go ahead. Because uh, unlike you seem to, I actually enjoy the act of playing the game. I enjoy the open world in that game a whole lot. Uh, the mon- is it's gorgeous too like jesus christ <laughs> I, I will certainly give you that yeah. um I, yeah. I started it up and my wife was like i thought you were gonna play something you're watching what are you watching i was like um this is the game she's like oh okay yeah uh it's montana ah. hope you're in hope county montana which is a fake place i think i, I don't know if hope county i guess my, there might be one in montana i am but, not, uh, i am not familiar yeah. with the the counties of montana either, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I, i'm gonna assume uh, it's this the this hope county is fake <laughs> uh fake and it's just a it's just goodbye i like i I just i love i love love the uh setting i i like it i I like it more than the himalayas of far cry 4 i think it's personal preference for me um it's less it's less vertical than far cry 4 is because there's there's just a lot of mountain stuff in far cry 4 that i wasn't into um and i think they made a lot of smart changes to the open world for far cry you know to make it actually feel like they've progressed with the formula and because I was pretty burned out on it by, I didn't even finish four. And 
and I never played Primal. Uh, and but they they made the open world a little more. It feels nat. There's no towers anymore to climb. That's which is like a big change. <laughs> uh, which I'm I was very appreciative. There's like one tower you climb at the very beginning, and they make a joke about don't you? There's no towers to climb. It's not a funny joke, but you know they ma- they make the joke. Um, <laughs> Boy, they, they I think it was like everything they tried to do. They they sure tried and didn't really succeed. Yeah, but the open, the open world is it's it basically opens up as you explore it. Like a like a it feels like you're discovering it at your own pace. Uh, there are maps you can find in certain locations that tell you about other places around the map. Uh, if you look at if you look at like like Animal Crossing signs on the road, it marks it on your map as like a hunting spot for those kind of animals. Um, so like it's just like it's a lot. It's it feels very natural. The exploration feels very natural in that game, which is really cool. I really appreciate that. Um, so they've changed the upgrade tree. It's no longer you're skinning a bunch of animals and making wall and making wallets out of them. It's now a uh, a, a perk system that's just, or a point space system, kind of like the pick ten in Call of Duty, where you, you just get a bunch of perk points and you unlock them as you go. Um, so you're basically unlocking these at your own pace. Some are more expensive than others. Most most don't need to need pre prereqs. So there are a few that like the level two of a certain perk. You need to pick the level one first. You know, stuff like basic stuff like that. Yeah. But um, hey, I don't get this half-ass version of this, and then you can have the real thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or um, uh, and that system is okay. I feel it feels pretty um, restrained. I guess I don't. It's not a. It's not really. You're gonna. I feel like everyone's gonna end up with the same shit by the by the end of it because there's only there's only a handful of perks that are really necessary to pick. The rest are just kind of bullshit ones that are kind that are really uh situational but uh there's a few that are so that kind of takes out character character customization which there's very little of that you can pick your clothes and it's a first person game i want to remind you that (laughs) oh yeah it's Uh, great that you can see your character uh for three seconds it's like really i mean what i was just like what is the fucking point (laughs) yeah um it's, I think that's more for co-op, so your friend playing co-op can see your character, but, I mean, that's a pretty loose, uh, you know, reason to, to customize your character that much. And People just co- like to show off the things they buy. And to of course one other person. Of course, there are, in, there are in-game purchases and stuff like that around around that stuff. I think everything can be bought with uh, in, with uh, in-game currency, though. I'm going to say you can just say and that. It, you can just leave it yeah. at that. Remember, everything can be bought. Yeah, but it's and it's it's actually not that reasonably like the stuff is money's pretty easy to come by in that game. So it, really, I don't think I don't see any real reason to do the in in game purchases. I feel like that's just for people that are impatient, like really like really impatient. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I never had any money issues in that game uh, early on. But but at, after a few hours, you're pretty good. Um, but yeah, I really just like running around the open world and doing doing you know the, the Far Cry stuff. The outposts are still my favorite part of Far Cry. Um, they're very I like ha- I just like the open endedness of them. Like you can really just go about it any way you want to, clearing it out. I think the problem is that a lot of them are set up in a very similar way. Like the enemy layout is pretty similar. There's always a few on the ground, one one up high, you know, stuff like that. But they're still fun to do. The, a big, big issue uh, have as uh, the AI is really inconsistent. Your your you is a buddy system where you have uh, AI partners if you don't have a co-op partner with you, and uh, the they have like special abilities like there's a sniper lady. There's a you can get a bear or a uh, or a 
mountain lion. And uh, they totally uh, got that from uh, Primal, apparently. Learned that lesson of like, oh, hey, yeah. having, uh, having animal companions seems to be fun. Yeah, yeah, that's the big. I think that was a, that was a good call, but I I feel like they have their AI is really inconsistent, and in whether they're they realize we're in stealth mode or not. <laughs> um, but the bigger problem is the enemy enemy AI at outposts. Uh, I feel like every time I stealth kill a enemy, everyone on the entire base is immediately like in alert mode. Like they're like like immediately, and it's so fucking frustrating to. Oh. to See that that I, I didn't have a problem with. I, I I went through a couple outposts and got them like completely like stealth. It, My issue was as soon as you finish taking everybody out, like you know you kind of go in that stealth thing of like okay they're all lined up. It's like whack shovel whack shovel whack shovel, and as soon as you get it, um you know it, it does that like outpost liberated or whatever mm-hmm. nonsense, and then the uh, and then all the bodies disappear and all the loot's gone. You're like oh great thanks that's okay cool. Yeah, but their their loot's not that yeah, but I I had a serious problem of like. Taking I used a bow a lot in that game. Uh, there's also those uh, suppressed weapons you can get. Um, I just like I just like I felt like I like using the bow. It felt cool to use, and it's I got really good with it. Uh, but yeah, I felt like I would drop someone on the outskirts of the thing, and then everyone on the entire outpost would immediately go into alert status and start running around, which was really frustrating. Felt like the, it was like ruining my ruining all my stealth stuff. I still I did I still did plenty undetected because I was able to work around it, but it felt it just felt really inconsistent and unsatisfying when that happened. Uh, also, when you clear out outposts, as you take out, there's like three regions with a lieutenant in each region, and as you uh, capture more things throughout the region, like a meter goes up, and eventually there is more people looking out for you, looking out, looking after, looking for you as you raise the meter up. And there are multiple occasions where, and at one point there are planes that are searching for you. Uh, and at multiple occasions, I would take over an outpost, and and when you do that, people come back, and they it opens up some. Th- you can look around for some some loot and talk to someone, get some missions. And uh, I would like do be running around for that, and immediately a plane would fly over, and I'd be in the whole place would go into alert mode, so I couldn't talk to anyone, and I had to take out this plane oh, or like other. Yeah, it, this happened multiple times. <laughs> like, it was at, at one point in the first region, I think it happened like every. And once I got the second part of the meter filled, I felt like it happened every time I took over an outpost. Is that would happen immediately, and it was so, so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the gameplay. Other other than that, like the gameplay is just fun. It's Far Cry. It's 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 you know, all that. It's a lot of chaos all the time. Um, I feel like they turned up the the Puma attack meter on that in that game because it happens a lot, like like Cougar or Cougar out of nowhere seems like a really big thing in that game <laughs> and it, <laughs> they like to they like to attack the fishermen when you're hanging out with the, when you talk to the fishermen to do fishing stuff like uh, they like to come out of the woods and just attack the fishermen well see that's an easy meal it's like if the fisherman catches a fish fish you just catch yeah. the uh, just take the fish or if not just eat the fisherman whatever yeah. It happened. It happened a lot. Two birds, <laughs> one stone. Or, yeah, it's just like it's like it, I don't know. There's there's so much in that game that I was just like, ugh. But I'll I'll yeah. let you get your thoughts out yeah. on it before I. Yeah, and so I'm gonna get to the the really frustrating parts in a second. This is these are the minor frustrations mixed with the good parts. I like uh, the uh, the uh, new perk system takes away kind of the. In previous games, hunting was a big part of the game because that's how you upgraded all your gear was hunting different things. Now there's like 
the challenge system gets you the perk points. So like you like scan so much achievements basically. Yeah, in game yeah. achievements. And as you do them, like you, there's only there's only one of each. There's only one uh, section for each. So, like there's like ten kills with uh, the bow, I think, and then that's it. There's no, it's not like a level two to that challenge. It's just you do it. You do the first part. You're done. So it kind of this like it makes you try other stuff, but not very long. So and it feels like you don't you're kind of missing out on stuff if you use the same weapons all the time, even if you like them. So it's kind of weird. And then also the animals, there's some that you d- you scan one or two of them, and then you never need to do it again. So it kind of takes away the hunting part of Far Cry, which wasn't a big problem for me. I kind of got tired of it after a few games, but some people really like it still. So, you know, that's that is that is a big change. But uh, like I do, like I said, I like the I like the new open world structure they have. I think it's overall a, an improvement and a, a good direction for the series to go in. It just, everything everything just feels less, um, you know, Ubisoft open world game. It feels like a just different enough, and it feels like the world is getting you're getting all these markers and stuff in the world in a in a more natural pace instead of like Ubisoft and you climb a tower and then it's just fucking Icon City as soon as you climb a tower <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So it's it's more man. It feels way more manageable than their typical stuff does, and I like that. I wonder if they learned a lesson from um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Like, it did seem like they backed off all of the, you know, the 3,000 icons with an eye shot of you, basically, so. Yeah, I feel like Origin. I feel like they took a lot of cues from what I've seen of Origin. that I feel like there's some cues for Far Cry, for sure. And that makes sense. Ubisoft does that with a lot of their games. Like, they they, uh, they kind of iterate on, in each series. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, if you look at the overall structure of, like, say, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, and Far Cry, they're not too dissimilar from each other. Yeah, they're not, which is, which, which can be pretty frustrating. But they feel like they've they've taken another step now, so it doesn't feel as, as bad as it did before, with uh, with the Origins and now Far Cry. And then there's the other part of the game, which is the story. I'm gonna sur- I'm gonna surmise this thing real quick. It's like they watched the first. Or- one episode of the first season of Justified saw Boyd Crowder and was like, oh, let's make a game based on him, but totally missed the fucking point of Boyd Crowder. There are a lot. I have a, a, a long list of problems with the story in this game. The, the, the for, writing is terrible. I mean, the voice acting is... For one, I mean, the accent. <laughs> it's not Montana. That is not fucking Montana. I mean, they're, they're, they're like I said, they basically watched an episode of Justified and like, hey, let's make a game based in Kentucky. But we're gonna put it in Montana because that's more sprawling, I suppose. I, ugh, yeah. It's, it's there's there's so many choices, and first of all, they they can't pick they can't pick a tone with this game because like no. the the open no, world is, the open world is like I said it's chaos like it is self aware like bullshit all the time and it's a lot of it's it's very GTA like the writing in the open world and the side stuff is very very GTA. Like if you play GTA Five, it's basically a whole game built around the uh, the country area in GTA Five. <laughs> it's like it is that. So you know Trevor's area, uh, and I have never really found GTA's writing that funny. And this is like a lesser version of that. Mm. So, so it just it doesn't do it for me. Um, but then there's the actual story, which is incredibly self serious, and it Oof. doesn't it doesn't earn it. And it's really, I think the biggest issue is that the main character doesn't talk. And it is, it's supposed to be you. 
and you get kidnapped in that game. I swear, in every area, there are three areas. You kidnap three to four times per area. I am not exaggerating that. You're huh. kidnapped three to four times per area. And and they're like, because they'll send out uh, gangs that, after you do, do enough damage to the, to the region, they'll send out a search party for you in there, <clears throat> like an invincible enemies that will capture you. Yeah. And they're like, shoot them with the bliss bullets! And like, and bliss is the uh, the drug in that game, the mis- the fucking ridiculous drug in that game that uh, makes your screen all wavy. And like, that's how they <laughs> invent people to join the cult because no one would join a cult without drugs. Yeah, that's never <laughs> happened before. Yeah. Uh, so you get kidnapped at least. Uh, I want to say at least fifteen times because there are more. There are more times than the the region times because there's also the big, the big bad, the big boss, uh, and you sit in a chair or whatever. Whatever you feel like, get it, you feel, they feel like tying you up into the moment, and they monologue at you for God knows how long, trying to you know, just talking in fucking circles about all this like g- generic cult bullshit about the end of times and all that and, and all that shit. And it's like, dude, you're not convincing me. And if, but if they had written a character to respond to that, I feel like it would at least come across a little more naturally. Instead, they're just talking at you for a long forever. And it's the fact that they just keep going back to that well over and over and over again. Like I just I zoned out every time so fast. <laughs> and it's and then I guess the ending is awful. It is so. It's such a bullshit ending that is not earned at all. I don't know if you want me to spoil it or not. Oh I don't... God, please do, because I have no intention of going back to this thing. <laughs> okay, I, spoiler I alert. Ang- for... I am angry. I had to install this on my Xbox. But... All right, spoiler alert. Far Cry Five. I'm going to spoil the shit out of this game from here on out. Um, at least for the next few minutes, I'll be talking as as I think about things. I'll, uh, uh, I'll... Here's the thing. I will put it in the show notes as to when you can come back. So if you are listening to this, I. Uh, I'll, I'll put what, you know, check the show notes right now as you're listening, and I will tell you what time you can come back. Anyway, okay. So, Far Cry 5, the main story, Joseph Seed is the cult leader, and then he's got his two brothers and Faith Seed, who is not his actual sister. There have been multiple Faiths that's kind of touched upon in her area, but she's the current Faith. Anyway, as you take out all these guys... Uh, each one I'm trying to convince you in a different way. There's John, who's like the yes man, and you finish his boss. You finish his area as a fucking bullshit dog fight boss fight that's terrible. And then face is the drug one, and that you go through a bunch of typical Far Cry drug sequences or video game drug sequences where everything's weird, man. But uh, and. That area is her boss fights like she's teleporting around the arena and shit, and you're shooting it with an LMG. Um, and then there's uh, Jacob Seed, who looks like Conor McGregor, and uh, his thing is he like keeps putting you through these um, shooting gallery thing. You run through a shooting gallery each time, and it's basically doing a thing where it's like training you just to to kill things without thinking about it. And I figured out what was going to happen in the last one. I was like, I'm going to kill someone. I'm going to actually kill someone at the end of this. And it's going to be someone like someone I know. And I did figure it out, but the game still, it gives you the illusion that there's a choice of it, but you have to shoot the person at the end. You can't just not do it or you fail, which 
oh my god <laughs> i was like i figured out your fucking stupid thing game this at game least is, let me... this, this game is a is a, just a pile of chicken shit decisions it, it's like there is a this whole game is about the illusion of choice which takes away from any like like uh weight the story would would carry otherwise because there is no actual choice in the game it's just and your character doesn't talk either, which is which makes it even weirder that they don't, they don't actually just give you they'll make it a choice based game if they're gonna make the a player character situation, like so which is it's so that's just totally like it's like they couldn't anyway. It's like they took the wrong lessons from yeah. every piece of media that they've intaked recently. Like it's like I mean okay, Bioshock was like what eight years ago, but it's like oh Bioshock did this, maybe we can get away with it. It's like no 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 they they did this just fine. We don't need the rehash with less talented writing. Just yeah, and ugh. and the and the twist in, in Bioshock actually worked. Yeah, but, uh, and uh, this one is like I figured you out, game. At least let me you know like feel good about that. Instead, you you still kill the character. Like the story, it's that's just part of the story is that that character dies. Um, is it anyone I would have met in like the first three or four hours? Uh, it depends on which area, because uh, the game is very open. You can pick out which area you want to go to at which time. But yeah, it would just depend on what area you went to. Basically, like I, I, I right after uh, <laughs> the you know the island, I went I went and got my dog, and that was okay. So no, you wouldn't you okay. wouldn't have come across that character then. Okay. Um, He's in the uh, white tail. Re- he's in the uh, the Jacob Seed region in the north, like the mountain region. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of stuck yeah. in the central area. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's that bullshit. And then the final, once you finally take out all the lieutenants and uh, you go after Joseph Seed and they give you, they actually do give you a choice, a, a honest to God choice in the game to either when you, it's final, final confrontation to either walk away or to fight him. And uh, I chose to fight him. The boss fight consists of he has brainwashed all your friends. And the boss fight is you to, sh- to, to shoot your friends, put them in a down but not out state, and then revive them so they're on your side. And But he can shoot them and bring them back to his side. And so can his, so can the other. Oh, uh, God. And, and, and it's. They just keep adding more. It's literally every possible, every like person you've talked to and met in the game. So it's, it's like a four, three or four stages of this of just doing that over and over again, just running around and reviving these people and not really fighting the boss. (laughs) Wow. So that's the final boss fight. It it sounds like I won the final boss fight by returning this thing to Redbox the same day. I mean, you could have beat the game (laughs) in the first ten minutes if you, you if you just walked away. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's one, it does the same thing Far Cry Four did, where you get to beat the game in ten minutes. Yeah, I saw that uh, uh, from. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, Bill Mudrin did that from uh, Tardy Tardy the it's, Party. It's not as it's not as clever as Far Cry Far Cry Four is with either. So, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think this game you could, uh, yeah, accuse it of being more clever than anything. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and then once you uh, finish the boss fight, you take him in Jacob Seed, and then he says some mumbo jumbo bullshit, and he's like. But, and basically, like, uh, I win in the end, and then a nuke goes off in the background, and oh, multiple gosh. nukes. You see multiple Fuck. nukes, and you have to you have to race away like Halo, end of Halo style from this from the trying to get to a bunker because there's multiple bunkers out the place because everyone in this area is it's a, prepper. a yeah. is a prepper, which is not offensive at all. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and you don't you crash. A, 
towards the end and everyone in the car with you dies except and you but you make it and then joseph seed walks up picks you up takes you to the bunker and is like now we're we're gonna start over the, together just you and me and that's how the game ends <laughs> and uh credits uh but then after the credits you wake up on top of a tower the tower from the very beginning of the game the, the one tower you climbed mm. and all the lieutenants are gone jacob's gone i mean joseph's gone and uh you can just run the open world at your leisure. So basically, it was just a drug. It was just another drug sequence, essentially. The whole that whole thing. Also, the nuke thing is apparently hinted at. If you drive around in cars and listen to the radio, there's a bunch of uh, on the out like outside this area, a bunch of like apparently a lot of uh, the world's on the brink of a nuclear war. With and Korea launches nukes, I guess is what happens. So, but I just I also don't understand why Korea would launch nukes at. In the Montana? middle of nowhere, in Montana. So, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's a little loose. Anyway, also, I would, other- I, I, I would think Carlsbad, New Mexico, would be the uh, would be the uh, a target before anywhere in Montana. Honestly, yeah. So, the other option, if you walk away, <laughs> you you get your friends. He didn't. I feel like he didn't make this clear, but apparently, I watched the end. But if you walk away, your friends get to go free with you. But then as you're driving away, you're driving, uh, uh, Joseph talks to you in your mind, and, and basically you were brainwashed, and it insinuates he murder everyone in the car with you. Um, and then credits. Wow. Wow, <laughs> yeah. this sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, either ending is really bleak but unearned, and unearned completely uh, because, again, the character is not a real character. It's a player character. And I would not have made that choice. <laughs> so, uh, it just it just defeats the purpose of having a, a voiceless protagonist. Uh, so yeah, that's the story of Far Cry. Man, that's <laughs> complete wow. bullshit. I man, am I glad I hung up the thing on that? Because like I said, I I got into it and I was like, it's, it, I don't know if either of you guys have watched much Justified, but the um, <clears throat> the uh, the first season uh, Boyd Crowder, who's like the main um, antagonist throughout the series. Uh, the first season, he's kind of like a religious zealot and uh, let's say more than a little bit of a white supremacist. And it seems like they took that. But like I said, they caught one episode of it and just ran with that. Yeah, they also like, watching the whole thing and seeing how Boyd Crowder developed as a human being and how more like how much more of an interesting like character he was. Instead, they were just like, oh, religious fanatics and white supremacy seems big in the U.S. right now. Let's go with that. Actually, they aren't white supremacists, Jason. There are multiple. It's a very diverse group of uh, cultists. Oh, that's which is right. To, which is totally believable. That's that this, right. I forgot about. But yeah, that. In, yeah, in the game, they Ugh. they are a, the cult is diverse. It is not white supremacists. It is totally diverse. Yeah, they they, they totally yeah. went chicken shit on that too. So yeah, and we talked about this when this when they talked about the story when they really kind of revealed the setting of this game. We talked about it on the podcast, and I was like, if you go into this expecting like some like deep uh, story you're gonna probably be disappointed but i was still disappointed because even expecting what you were expecting <laughs> yeah it's like it they didn't because the far, far cry 3 and far cry 4's villains or at least voss not hoyt but voss was interesting was way more interesting and pagan men's pretty interesting too he's not he's basically a little more a low rent boss in a lot of ways but uh or he just it just felt way too similar but they were fun, cartoony, over-the-top villains, and they don't get that here. They go very self-serious, which doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they didn't, like, 
they they hit some weird middle ground between like trying to say something and and saying nothing or yeah. just yeah and, <laughs> it's like they were trying to say something and then reined it in like yeah maybe we yeah. shouldn't yeah it's like they it's like they fucking chickened out like they and uh like they 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 could have done something it's like this is a really interesting setting especially in the current uh climate yeah uh especially at least in this country uh and but i mean they did they like they didn't do anything with fascism in far cry 4 or like the smuggling trade in far cry 3 they didn't make any deep like you know introspective things on that but at least the main characters in that game were actually characters whether you liked them or not, it's a different story. But they had per- they had their own personality. They reacted to situations in their own way, and they had arcs. Yeah, this this one just it, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they just couldn't decide. They they got they they got scared. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. happened. Like, yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I bet you everybody in that cult was white at one point, and then they just turned the shaders uh, darker on a few of them just to be like, okay, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't be going after this right <laughs> it's now. Like, yeah, let's, let's not offend white supremacists. Yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, it could. This, I wish the story surprised me, and, I, and or I wish, or I wish it was over the top in a fun way. But it's it's neither. It's neither. I do, and it's, I think I think we had talked about this when, like, we initially talked about this game and what we were like clearly thinking this was gonna happen. They were gonna pull back on this, but like. I, I remember seeing on Twitter like people like very happy that they were going to be able to go and shoot these people. I'm like, like the Christian fundamentalist thing. Like they were very happy about like I, I mean it's just like okay like let's back off here. I mean I, I understand your feelings on it, but it's like good god. It's like if I was I mean you get a white supremacist who says like oh well, I'm going to go into this video and be happy to kill all these black people. It's like good that doesn't you know that doesn't that, that does not come out very well. And you saying I'm going to be happy to shoot all these white people. It's like okay well I mean you know. It, it's a video game, and I don't think we should ever be expecting video games to make this grandstanding statement, especially one of like AAA caliber where they need to sell millions of copies to recoup the cost. But like this, this thing is just complete chicken shit. I, I hated this thing. I, I genuinely hated this game. It, I guess, it just totally like the the very self serious beginning that I got out of it, and then like I said, you see all these like I mean, just the the violence and, um let's just say like you know the corpses strewn about or whatever throughout this game like and then you've got a thing where you're supposed to like like mow over a bunch of bulls for the testicle festival i'm like oh okay. yeah i, mean, just I, ran, totally, I, ran, I ran around the rest of that heads. game with the tank top that said testicle festival on it yeah this this game is just totally just <laughs> fucking everywhere it cannot make up its mind as to what it wants to be and that's yeah, what that i was just like, like I, I, I don't i don't want to play this like yeah it yeah it, it feels like i said gta but gta's main story is also always ridiculous so it doesn't it doesn't feel out of place when you're when you're playing the story missions. Yeah. Um. The, the closest was uh, GTA Four kind of felt at odds at times uh, with the story they were trying to tell. And that but, one I think that that one I think was where they maybe went a little too self serious. Yeah, and it, it's a good story, that, but it, it, the problem is it doesn't it the the rest of GTA doesn't really fit into the whole like yeah a guy wanting to get his life right and get out of crime business get, get yeah. out of the crime life. Yeah, by by uh, by doing a bunch of crime. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. well, that, that seems yeah. to work out pretty well. Yeah, but GTA Five is incredibly ridiculous and over the top. I'm not, it's not very. I don't. I don't like the story that much, but it at least feels. It doesn't feel out of place in that game. At least they lean into it. Yeah. Uh, this. This just. Yeah. It feels like they made two different games. Yeah. 
And I, re- I like I said, I actually enjoy playing this game for the most part. Just like the open world, I enjoy it. I've, I've, I finished it for a reason. I enjoyed running around and, and doing stuff in the open world. It, uh, every, it felt like a good evolution of the formula. Yeah. See, and now that I'm thinking about it, I wish I'd gotten Connor on too because he, he finished this game too and he he didn't really enjoy it either but he finished it too and i'm like i he's he's got a, or like i was messaging him back and forth and we sort of had a lot of the same opinions on like um just the little bit of narrative i saw and then i started reading into it a little bit more and it was just like no this this game is not for me i am not interested um but like i, I would have loved to have gotten like his take on some of this too because it just like I, I don't feel like this game really knew what the hell it was doing or what it was going for it just like it, it on one sense it wanted to be the silly open world shooter of of the you know past Far Cries, and on the other hand, it wanted to give people who were woke a boner while playing it. And it's just like, I, I don't know what the fuck they were trying to do with this game. Yeah, it's just it's just feels like a missed opportunity, which yeah. made it, just, it makes it even more frustrating. Yeah. And it's a shame, because, I mean, this game costs a ton of money to make. And it looks and it looks like it, too. Like it's, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I will yeah. not fault it for that. This game is fucking beautiful. I mean, even just running on a standard Xbox One, like, it was just like, whoa, this game pops like yeah, a Yeah, the, there are some vistas in that game. Like, just, like, the draw distance is insane in that game. Yeah. Like, and, and you're playing on a, on, a, on a Pro, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like I said, just on a standard Xbox One, I was like, man, this is this game is insane with how good it looks. And just... <laughs> the amount of time they spent doing this. I was like, man, I, I really kind of wish I had to like, get a 4k TV for this and, um, and Assassin's Creed origins. Cause man, that is one thing about Ubisoft. They know how to make something look pretty as shit. Yeah, they do. But this, other than that, for, I mean, for me, like I said, if the, if the gameplay hook of Far Cry grabs you, this game, I suppose will grab you. If it doesn't steer, just steer fucking clear of this thing. Yeah, because that story, man, Jesus. It is terrible. Like I, like I said, go watch the first season of Justified. You will get much more out of that. I think I've only seen season two. Is that the one with the moonshine? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. that's. I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I, I really, really enjoyed it, but I've only seen season two. Yeah. Um, the first season, it is finding its footing, I think, but it sets up so much for the rest of that series that it's, it is completely necessary. But it's still very good. They're... The episodes are a little bit more disposable um, than the rest of the series as far as like, you know, like you could watch one and maybe figure out what's going on in the middle. But like you walk in in the middle of, say, season three or four of Justified. It's like, what what is going yeah, on? I, I just I love Walton Goggins and Timothy, and Timothy Oliphant and they yeah. kill it in that. They kill, at least in the second season, like both killed it. So oh, but throughout that yeah. series, like I don't think yeah. there is a dull moment in that series where I'm just like the last season felt a little more weak. But man, that <laughs> that that cast is just so strong in that show. So but anyway. Uh, yeah, we should, yeah, yeah. Stop talking about Justified, because <laughs> it's just going to make me more angry that I waste three hours or four hours of playing uh, Far Cry 5 when I could have just, like, oh, I'll just watch a few episodes of Justified and call it good, so.
let's wrap up here. I've, I've got one, eh, mostly one thing I've been playing. I'll just talk about it kind of briefly. Uh, I've been playing Attack on Titan 2. Um, I think I, I think last year, no, it was like 2016 is when the first one came out. And that, I think I maybe, I don't know if we had talked about it enough on the podcast where I eventually called it like the best Spider-Man game I've played in a long time. But man, that game feels good just playing it. Um mm-hmm. The first half of it, I, you know, or I, I, I even say maybe the first two thirds of it moves a little slowly because they added in. I don't know if this is a Persona thing or just a Japanese game that they've been adding in, but all these like social link sort of things, and they tie your uh, stat boost to the social link things. Um, okay. Every time you up your friendship level with a character, you um, you can unlock more or you know like bigger stat bonuses. Not a particular fan of that because also I'm not a huge fan of the characters in uh, in Attack on Titan. Honestly, neither I'm there to, neither am I. <laughs> I, I. I'm there to watch what happens. It's really just a matter of like I think it's a cool spectacle to watch. Um, we had talked about this when I finished watching that second season. The second season I think does more of what I wanted from Attack on Titan. Um, it 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 picks up the pace. I think this season's like twelve episodes versus twenty something that the first season was, and it is just like brutal in its ability to just like wipe off main characters. Like, like it's nothing like, Oh, you like that guy? They're gone and moving on. And I, I really enjoyed the fact that it was just like very like, you know, this, this whole world is very bleak and it did a much better job of conveying that in the second season to the first season. Um, it still had its con- contrived points, but uh, anyway, the game itself kind of felt like that where it drug on a little too much. And then as things kind of caught up to the second season, it picked up its pace, so it's a weird, like, mirror image of the of the show itself, where the second part of that game is fast-paced, it, like, it, you, you're bouncing from mission to mission to mission, um, you have the opportunity to go back and up some of those friendship links if you want to with, um, it seems weird, and I don't know if they took this from Final Fantasy XV, but a time-traveling dog. The dog allows you to go back in time to up your friendship thing with, uh, with some of these people for the staff. <laughs> I forgot about it's the, I forgot the dog. Fucking ridiculous! But <laughs> I forgot about it's, the dog. Until you said that <laughs> it's it's anime. I mean, what do you what do you want? I mean, I, you can't take it too seriously unless you have Evangelion in the title. So, um, anyway, it's I I still had a ton of fun with this game and just like killing titans is incredibly satisfying. It, I gotta say, like out of the Muso formula, like this is the most enjoyable one because. Um, you know, when you see that thing of like you, you, you know, your character kill a thousand enemies in, in any of the other Musou games, it's like, okay, it's not really that impressive. It just means I, I hit the attack button 40, you know, 4,500 times. And that's how it happened. This, um, this one, like you are absolutely k- killing everything that comes in your path. If you, if you walk out of there with like 30 or 40 kills and I really appreciate the, let's say the difficulty of taking down a Titan, it's conveyed pretty well. Whereas, like I said, in, you know, the yellow turban rebellion, which is the opening sequence in every dynasty warriors game, you're literally slaughtering just hundreds and hundreds of things. And it's just like, there's an achievement, I think for actually killing a thousand Titans and having completed the game. And there's some side stuff I want to do still. I still haven't gotten that, that trophy yet in it. So it should give you a better sense of scale as to like how many things you're taking down. Um, the weapon upgrades are, I guess they're they're good. It, there's not really much to say about it. It's just like okay, Titans get a little stronger as you go on, and you run into the Titans that just take more damage, so you have to naturally upgrade your stuff. But uh, some of the the ODM gear, you you can like anchor. I, I think is the correct term for it. Uh, you anchor into the Titans or whatever, so you can swing around farther. It's 
it definitely makes it feel a little bit faster and kind of ups your mobility thing. And like I said, for me, that that's the whole thing of Attack on Titan. I just really like the ODM gears, like fight scenes. Like they could literally just make a series or the series based on that and nothing else, and I would I would be on board. Um, whereas all of them like melodramatic bullshit, I I could kind of do without. There's a lot of melodramatic bullshit in that yeah. show. <laughs> um, the worst part of the second series or the second season of the thing is unfortunately in the game, and it is where one character says, "You can't die." Uh, or yeah, you can't die because you or yeah, because you promised me you would tell me your your real name. So this character goes off and in a fit of self sacrifice doesn't doesn't quite sacrifice herself. She gets saved in the very end, which you know kind of chicken shit out. But it's anime. What do you want? Um, <laughs> this uh, the other character goes and tells her like you can't die now because I uh, and but I want you to listen closely. My real name is now. Hold on, wait for this. Her the name she goes by is Krista. Her real mm-hmm. name is Historia. Historia. I was just like, oh god, I forgot. I, I completely forgot that that scene was in the series, and then it made it into the game. I was like, oh, okay, this is fucking. Oh god, it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, why am I playing this? This is so like that's so stupid. And then it immediately gets into a fight. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Okay, this is actually fun to play. Okay, so uh, my suggestion is is um, maybe uh, maybe if you're interested in this. Um, Hopefully somebody writes an FAQ. You can figure out the the correct responses to all the uh, the stupid uh, the friendship building cutscenes. Uh, pick those and just completely ignore any of the plot. It's dumb, but man, that game is fun to fucking play. It is. I would I would say if that Spider Man game uh, wasn't coming out this year, probably going to be the best Spider Man game that comes out this year. But that game that uh, game looks better than I thought it would too. Yeah, that game is after that first that first E three demo made worried me, but this this game looks that game looks good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When they uh, when when uh, they were talking about it on the Game Informer podcast this or two weeks ago, and I was like, I normally don't kind of like go into their like deep coverage of stuff, but I was like, you know what? I'm curious enough. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh man, I I I've I've been kind of like intaking as much of that game as i can now and i want i want that game like i'm, I'm definitely gonna get get that like as soon as it comes out now like i was not i don't think i've had an interest in a spider-man game the last one i really played was man um last one i played was uh, edge of time i played a little bit of uh is that the second shattered dimensions type thing that's the first one shattered dimensions is the second one isn't it i don't know uh, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe no this? wait no I think, my thing is the other way around I think yeah because I, I the one with the one with four different Spider-Man is the one yeah I played that the last. was the yeah. first one so I think yeah. Shattered Dimension yeah I, really yeah. the only reason I played it because I mean Noir Spider-Man who the fuck wants to play Noir Spider-Man um yeah he has a gun ooh. <laughs> um, the, the one I wanted to play as was uh, Spider-Man 2099 just because like I it was a little bit of a different take on Spider-Man and his abilities but like that was like one of those like. Like I was in middle school, I think like seventh or eighth grade when that whole twenty ninety nine series came out, and I was yeah, kind of digging I, on it, and that um, made me want to go and play it. I, I watched it as a kid because I, I was really into uh, Spider Man animated series as a kid, so I watched the uh, mm-hmm. Bit of the Future one. Uh, it came out the same time as Batman, Batman Beyond did. Batman Beyond is a much better show. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, what, honestly, like looking back, like Spider Man, tw- that whole twenty ninety nine series wasn't that great to begin with, but I just, just kind of song. enjoyed it for what it was at the time. It was, yeah. it was in middle school. It was a comic book. Who gave a shit? You know, it's like, I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for deep storytelling from that. If I want that, it's like, you kind of go to X-Men for that stuff. Not that Spider-Man and 2099 crossover stuff. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So attack on Titan two, um, it's weird. They, they recycle a lot from the first game, but at the same time, then I think about it, I'm like, it's, it's a Muso game. Um, they kind of do that a lot in every one. I think, um, what was it? The last episode, Joe was talking about nine. I think it is now. 
he was playing nine or eight or nine, whatever the newest one is. Like nine, it's nine. nine. Yeah, that that feels like the that feels like the first time they've really kind of like mm, diverged away from the the formula of the second one. So, just kind of nice, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. It's the familiarity of Muso games. I understand the draw of it for like Japanese salarymen. Like they, you know, they're sort of like whipped into a corner all day at work and they come home and they want to feel powerful or whatever and like do something. It's like, okay, I just kind of relax here and just wipe out thousands of things and feel, and feel good about it as a stress relief. Um, like, like I said, for me, attack on Titan is just like, I, it's the Muso formula done pretty well with, like I said, a good sense of just how like, imposing these titans are uh you play it on easy it, it's it's entirely too easy there is almost no chance of you dying um i i just okay. played on normal because i was playing on easy just to kind of plow through it first then i was like i am mm-hmm. i am not having any challenge with this whatsoever and i bumped up to normal and the like i was actually having to change out blades and gas canisters which uh, control your momentum quite a bit versus an easy it's just like okay like one hit will take out most titans like you just go for the nape of the neck and they're then they're gone whereas that it's like Here's this, you know, here's an occasional thing where it's going to, or, you know, here's a thing where it's going to take a few few hits. You're going to have to hit that thing uh, pretty well and fast a few times to get, take it down. And if you don't do it properly, if you don't get it enough speed, you're not going to do very much damage. And as the difficulty goes up, the Titans, um, I guess, uh, alertness of you goes up and they will start like doing weird random shit to grab you. Like there's, there's some Titans that like crawl around on all four fours but the fours are sort of um let's say dislocated it looks like oh it's really weird. like they're crawling around on the ground like spiders it's really creepy. i really hate the titan design i've seen i've mentioned that before yeah <laughs> just, i'm not a, I'm not I, a particular fan either. I, just these big, I just, dumb naked guys I, I just don't like i think my problem is uh, the, the movement in this game looks really really cool and i love, love spider-man games at least when they're good I, like i love the never saw spider-man games a lot when i was a kid mm-hmm. and i still i still think they're pretty good for how old they are um, but yeah, I just don't like Attack on Titan. <laughs> I think yeah. it's the big, it's a big problem. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. no, I agree, yeah. and that's the, and that's the yeah. thing. Like, like I said, this yeah. this is a this is a podcast game. This is one of those games you can just put it on mute and kind of go go to town on it. It's it's fun to play. It is dumb to watch, and it's kind of the way I feel about Attack on Titan in in general. It's like there's a fight scene going on. I am on board. I really like watching just watching things get <laughs> you know tore up like that. Um. As far as uh, the story goes, I'm just like, okay, great, that's cool. Oh, wow, they're Titans, too. Oh, wow, they're betraying humans, and now they're having a conflict because they've, you know, settled in as humans, and they feel better, or, or they feel they, they feel kind of guilty about ta- about killing all these people, but they're still going to do it anyway. Snore. When are we going to... It's like, it's like, it's like okay, get, get in the ODM gear and just kill shit, seriously. It's like, that's what I really wanted to see. Now, like I said, some of the, some of the characters I don't mind, like the guy... I think his name's Hannes. Like he's uh like in the first season, um, in the very early episodes, like he takes um Aaron and and Mikasa, Mikasa, however you say it. I don't know. Mufasa. Don't, Mufasa. Mufasa. There we go. Yeah. Um. I don't know where uh, I don't know where Iago <laughs> was and all that, but uh. Anyway, take grab. Um. Their mother is trapped under a building, and there's a Titan coming, and he's he basically makes a charge at the Titan and completely chicken shits out and just grabs the kids and runs. And he's got a redemption moment that 
like I said, it it's weird for me to like actually like enjoy something in Attack on Titan like on a plot moment, but I actually enjoy like, like I hate to say like he has this redemption moment and just such a funny get... sentence, like a damning sentence. It's weird yeah. that I enjoy this plot moment of the show. Yeah, but, like no, I actually no. connected to these characters for once. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> like, and like I said, it's it's one of those shows. Like I don't give a shit about the characters in there. I just want the action. But this was like the one time it was like it actually kind of sold me. It's like he went up there to ha- like have his redeeming moment and just got eaten. Just like he sat there and fought and it looked like you're like, Oh, he's got an, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it's like, Ooh, chopped in half. Okay. Well, there goes that. There goes that one. <laughs> Cause it's like, he realized like, it's like, okay, I, I, I failed. The, it's like, I failed these two kids before and he goes to protect them and he essentially fails again. And it's kind of like, like I said, like the pacing of the second ep- or the second season, I think it did a much better job of like selling you on the world of just being shit. And I kind of enjoyed that moment of like, like, oh, okay, well, here's the hero's, here's the hero's redemption. Ooh, ooh, not so much, huh? All right, cool. So, and a quick weird shout out to the soundtrack, it being one of those soundtracks that is incredibly enjoyable to listen to while you're playing, but completely forgettable. Okay. It is, it's one of those soundtracks, it's like, oh, this, it's like, I don't want to, like, you know, turn off the soundtrack and just let it, let it, like, you know, like, totally zone it out because it, it's got a good i don't know it adds a lot to the gameplay i feel like like it makes you kind of feel like a badass while you're flying around just this like crazy like i'm all, i don't know why i'm always on board with like nonsense chanting in uh in video games and uh in anime i don't know why i enjoy that so much but i kind of enjoy it like but it, it does very well with this but like i said this is not a soundtrack i will ever listen to so yeah it's just fitting for the game yeah exactly and there's, and there's a lot of games that there are soundtracks that do that but this is like yeah one of those, like, I can actually think, like, oh, I really enjoy this one, and I don't think I ever want to listen to it outside of the game. So, because hmm. I've Far done that a few times. Far Cry so. does have a good licensed soundtrack. I'll give it that. If you if you're into licensed soundtracks, it has a good one. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, for me, like the biggest like licensed thing was, uh, you know, I'm going to sound like the cliche, you know, mid '30s guy, uh, you know, was uh, the the Vice City soundtrack. So it's a good soundtrack. Yeah, it I really like, is. I, I, I like the San Andreas soundtrack, but it's, that's more music taste than anything. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it was just like I said, it's a cliche thing, but I think it's a cliche thing because they, it's it's a it's a true statement. It's it's a really good soundtrack for what they were doing. It it fit very well there. So, but anyway, that's uh that that's that's my Attack on Titan experience there. So, I think that about wraps up the podcast there, guys. Unless uh, we want to chat about anything else, but I think I think about it ends it there. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, game wise, that's all I've been pl- that's all I've been doing. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, I started up Nino Kuni too. Oh, so Ashley did talk you into getting it, huh? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's really cool. I like what it so far. What the fuck is with that I opening? Can't... What is with that opening? I I don't know. I opening, that opening, I I heard the I, I heard the recitation of the opening and <laughs> damn. Just, <laughs> just, just hit YouTube and watch yeah. it. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? I yeah. can okay. And and doesn't the character the like the who ends up be or who's the president ends up doesn't he like just pull out a gun and shoot somebody like execution yeah, style? Yeah, he pops okay. a dude. What the? Fuck? Yeah. What is with that game? Yeah. I don't know, but people seem to really like that game that have played it. I've kind of, I kind of want to, but I, uh, God of War is coming out this this, this week. So, I kind of want to too, but a lot of the people yeah. that liked it also liked the first one, and I did not dig I, the first one. I've seen people that didn't like the first one liking it too. Yeah. So it's like I think it's, I think both are actually liking it. Both types of people. So. Yeah, it's it's a fun ride so far. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, it's not quite the uh, 
divergence of uh, of tone as Far Cry is, but it's like, like I said, you nuclear blast wipes out a city and you die, and then you have a, a, a mouse rebellion uh, overthrowing a kingdom, and then the main character just like straight up ex- executes somebody with a gun, and then you have these little, like, what are they, like side characters or like ability things called Higgledy Piggledies? Yeah, the Higgledies. <laughs> yeah. The... They look like the, the four spirits from Mononoke. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's a pretty, pretty general like japanese spirit kind of design from what yeah. i've seen so at least their heads don't do their heads click do they do the click thing because no no they don't <laughs> that's okay. probably for the best yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I was gonna say yeah uh yeah it's like uh, you didn't get you didn't get studio ghibli to sign off on this one so maybe right. not steal one of their character things outright just yeah. uh nod to it so all right well um if you're gonna be playing that this week i'd, I'd actually love to get get your thoughts on it next week yeah, yeah, I'm down. Cool. Hopefully, okay, I, I play. Hopefully, Mario and Rabbids doesn't attract to it too much. So yeah, that's that's probably Nino Kuni not be. I, I think we I think we're just gonna say this for every fucking game that comes out till now and until the Switch ends. But that would have been a perfect Switch game. Like I would have loved yeah. to have played that thing on the Switch. Yeah, it would have been a good Switch game. Yeah, JRPGs yeah. on the Switch. Per, like, yeah, real good fit. Real good fit. So. But anyway, uh, that'll wrap up the show. Um, you can check us out on, you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaning away from Facebook just because the whole um... Mark Zuckerberg. Well, it's, it's more the algorithm <laughs> that, that too, but the algorithm, I mean, they've already got my information. So it's like, well, fuck all. There's nothing you can do. You can't delete your account. You can, uh, you can deactivate, but you can't delete it. So. Oh, no, he said in Congress, you can delete your account. So. He's full of shit. <laughs> No one's yeah. ever lied in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever lied in front of Congress before, Frankie. The nerve. What am I implying? Um, um, but just the algorithm of trying to get people to see your posts on Facebook. Like yeah. I, I have noticed a depreciated uh, views and actual hits in the last like six months, we'll say. And it's almost to the point of like, why am I even bothering? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I can literally copy and paste from. Uh, from Twitter and put it on there. And even that for the amount of like attention it actually gets almost seems like it's not worth it at this point. It's like, I, it's like we have like 800 something people on our Facebook page and like two people see the post sometimes like, Oh wow. And we'll get like, Oh, Hey, you should spend money to boost your post. And I did that once with the metal gear. uh, um, Yeah. The metal gear solid uh, game club. And let me tell you that I don't don't think we really got our money's worth out of that bit of advertising. So yeah, I (laughs) know. But anyway, uh, yeah, you can follow us on Facebook if you really want to. I, I suppose I'll continue to just <laughs> I barely use Facebook. What, what I put on Twitter over there. So I, I open it to, to look at things, and I always wonder why I did it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, man, I was really bored, wasn't I? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And, I, I took Facebook off my main th- off my main page thing, and I t- turned off the notifications. And I feel like I've I've been kind of better for it. Like I put Twitter oh, yeah. as my sort of main uh, social media thing, and I feel like I get more out of Twitter because it's people I. I, like I said, I actually want to follow I'm following, not like, oh, these are my friends from high school. And, you know, it's like, I, I don't know why I feel like weird about people I haven't seen in like seven, eight, ten years of like, you know, you don't want to unfriend them, but you also don't really want to interact with them. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't know why I feel guilty about unfriending them, but it's like, okay, it's like, you know, yeah, the people that like... I work with unfriend me because of my video yeah. game bullshit. And I'm like, okay, well, we work together and I see you every day. Why should I feel bad about this person I never fucking see? <laughs> But anyway, um, I don't know. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to end this fucking nightmare here. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's that's that. You can just follow us on Twitter and we'll kind of leave it at that. You can follow me at Jason Ariola, John Lucero, 777, and Frankie's 
1029, right? yep. All right, look at, that. I, I, look at that. I got our Twitter handles down. Holy shit, only took... John, you've been with us now for, like, what, two years now? You've, you've had mine down for a long time, though. Oh, have I? Okay. Yeah, you've, you've, I don't think you've had to ask me for mine for a very long time. Okay. By a very long time, you may be, like, three months. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like it's, it's, it's just my name and three numbers. I feel like it's pretty... Okay, know. well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know my, it ha- hasn't been two. It has been two years, hasn't it? I think it has been about two years now. Yeah, you know? yeah, because yeah. it was the beginning of sixteen when we finished up the. Yeah, oh Jesus God! My first, my first time on the actual podcast. If we're counting Life is Strange, it's been over. Two, it's been over two years, but my first time on the actual podcast was would have been May twenty sixteen when Doom came out. So I think that was my first actual. Wow. Actual okay. Podcast. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus God Almighty! Yeah, the way we're going, we're gonna we're gonna hit our like uh, like. Our, uh, that was the 50th episode, too. I remember that. That was yeah. number 50. Jesus God Almighty. Holy God. Yeah. Okay. All right. Before I depress <laughs> myself on how long we've been doing this, uh, we'll, we'll just sign off, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll say adieu, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.